Hello everyone. Today is January the 4th, 2020. Yay. Our podcast today is something that's really been bothering me, which um, I'm sure a lot of you all have seen and have heard about um, the young man that committed suicide which stepped in front of the train, which he had a full ride scholarship to Georgia Tech due to the fact that they were homeless and him and his family were going through some different things. I know we have a lot of suicidal um, issues going on in this world today, and we just want to tap heads on it and see what everybody thinks about it. And again, I'm Anessa, the auntie. We started us off, so I'm going to let one of the other young ladies chime in, and we'll go from there. They all looking at me. <laughs> First, I just want to say thank God we made it, ladies, uh, to a new year. Amen. I'm so thankful for that. And I just pray blessings and increase on everybody's life in this room as well as in listening land. <laughs> um, this situation with the young man uh, committing suicide, I didn't have all the information. I just heard tidbits. But... Um, I just think a lot of times it is a sad situation because we just never know really where someone's head is at. Right. And then we don't know everything that, you know, how he says, somehow people come to us sometimes where we got so much going on in our own lives, we tend to brush things off or just like, it's going to be all right. right. Everything is not a situation where you could say it's just going to be all right. right. And that person is magically going to be okay. Right, right. I've dealt with depression. I've dealt with suicidal thoughts. None of this has been documented in the medical community, but I know me. You know what I'm saying? And I've dealt with uh, children who have had those thoughts. And I know I've had friends and people I've come in contact who have dealt with these things. And when situations come up like this, we, we have a lot of people on both sides. Well, somebody should have known. Well, this person should have known and somebody should have helped them. Where was their family? I know they were in, Nessa, did you say they were in a bad situation? They were homeless yes. at this point? Yes. And maybe he was shouldering a lot of that. And I think stepping in this, because I I, I, I had two kids or whatever, they're grown now, but they um, looking at being in that situation, you know, having a, having children in that situation, I, I don't think people tend to think about how the kids feel about that. Right. You know what I'm saying? What a fact. Granted, it's some things you can't help. All of us are one paycheck away or one uh, dollar missing from my bank account away or one overdraft away. Right. Where we could be in that same situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. We could lose a job. Anything could happen. That can put us in those types of situations. So I dare not put my mouth on anybody's situation. Exactly. Period. First and foremost. And but just kind of digging into that, it, it's kind of easy from the outside saying when you're not in that exactly. in that saying exactly. what should have been done. Yes. Uh, I think like for me when I'm dealt with that with uh, myself or with my kids, I always had a, a point where I tell them you can come to me with anything. No please, judgment. Come please. to me. Yes. You know, now I will say this, they didn't always come right away. Right. Sometimes they right. came while while they were on the brink. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So 
and that's crucial when the timing of when somebody comes to you yes. or something. And as a parent, I can only imagine, even under the best of circumstances, that could happen. But imagine your child coming to you and you you going through that. Y'all, you you going through that as a family being homeless. Right. Have, don't know where your next meal coming from, where your next roof of your head is coming from. You know what I'm saying? So... In that situation, I can only imagine mom had a million things going on in her head. And maybe right. she, she heard it, but she didn't process it like, okay, this was a dire thing. You know, hey, baby, it's going to be okay. You know, this is not going to last always. I don't know everything that was said. Right. But, um, but just in those situations, whereas I may have had time to talk somebody off the ledge, you know, metaphorically, yeah. you know, talk somebody down or whatever and offer, hey, you need to go talk to somebody. Let's get you a doctor. Let's, you know, let's talk this down. What's really going on? What's the big issue? Right. And then let's go from there. But uh, I don't want to delve too far because I feel like that's something we need to talk about as a conversation progress on spotting the signs and, and kind of what to do in that situation. Right. Everybody's not going to go talk to somebody. Right. At all. Right. Everybody right. don't have those resources. Right. And everybody's not going to call a hotline. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Um, Some people think they've been dealing with it. Exactly. People are shouldering things on their own. And having that thought, you know, having that thought myself, but I thank God for, for actually, I guess, being rooted in, in a foundation to be able to come back right. real quick, snatch, right. snatch back from that mindset real quick. But everybody don't have that. Right. And even those who, who do have a, a firm foundation, you don't know we we one ingrown toenail away from losing our mind. Right. You know we don't know what will push somebody over the edge. But imagine being young, being a kid, and then you surrounded by other kids that may know your situation. And right. Everybody ain't kind. Exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying. Like the way and, the world is on his shoulders. Right. Is he the oldest? You know. Mama single parent. He was kind of scared to leave his mom. And yeah. Well, he got a full scholarship to Georgia, and his mom and his brothers are homeless. He didn't know if he wanted to leave. He knew it was going to be a better right, life for them. Right. But he didn't know if he wanted to leave because he didn't know if it was going to be okay. And you think about it. I, I think I hear it now when I've been around with people who say, get over it. You go to work like me. You can, you know, even when they just see, you know, homeless people or people just on the corner asking for change. Maybe they're just hungry. You know what I'm saying? But people are so quick to dismiss. I got my own problems. Right. And that's 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 my thing. Sometimes you have to get over your, your own problems yes. because yes. you don't know right. what another person is going through. And to piggyback as far as the parents, when your child does come to you and talk to you, yeah. don't as you say dismiss them. Don't say stop with that foolishness. Don't say get out my face. Don't make that time because right. apparently they are coming to you with this right. because it's bothering them. It's something that's bothering them. And for them to ask you the type of questions that they ask you and to give you a little scenario, it, it doesn't have anything to do with that, but it goes along with paying attention to your child. I was taking my daughter to school one morning and she was in the sixth grade and we're right down the street and she up at the blue Nobody had this conversation. The conversation never came up. Out the blue, she asked me, what does molestation mean? I stopped in the middle of the street. Yeah. In the middle of the street. And said, I told her what that meant. And I then asked her, is anybody doing anything to you? 
you know, I don't, it can be your daddy. Yeah. It can be your uncle. Anybody. I don't care who it yeah, is. Exactly. I need to know if this is happening to you. And she was like, no, exactly. mama. She said, it's not me. It's a little girl at my school. I was like, I just said, Jesus, if I could, if I right. knew who it was. Right. You know, but you have to be careful with that because even when you go to somebody, say, for instance, their child came to talk to you. Right. You go to them with that. They're not going to be too quick to accept yeah, right. what you're saying. That ain't happening in my house. Right. This ain't going on in my she right. line. Right. You know, he line. Because right. it's happening to little boys, too. Right. So you just have to be, as a parent, you have to be aware and you have to pay attention. I was laughing or smiling because not in the situation or anything that you said, but I used to get on my kids' nerves. Anytime they would just add something out the blue, yes, that was, that, you know, what is, like you said, what is yeah. the station? Or what does it mean when sitting in my hold up? Right. Did somebody touch you? I'm like, you. Yeah. They went, oh, mama, no. I just wanted to know. I'm just <laughs> talking. Dance, you know, it's the first time. Yes. kids at that age or uh, young kids at that age to now, I'm always asking Kayden, especially Kayden anybody know us that knows that we have our deepest conversations in the tub so he wants to know well this hurt, he told me his butt was hurting one day, me out, nobody touched me <laughs> Me, I nobody touched me. I fell down that practice. I was like, oh, okay, you know what I was gonna ask you? Yeah. I, I mean, because they doing our stuff is happening to our little boys just as well. Just as well, right? As the young black, and you know, our little girls, so, right? And I, I would rather be, I would rather sit at home and babysit my kids or my grandkids, right? In the sense of them going somewhere that I don't know what's going on, right. who's coming who's in, who's going out. Right. So it doesn't matter. So I try to stay in tune with my grandkids as well as my grown kids because you never know how mine going to go. She flips and flops so much. And then the other one, he just so nonchalant. But suicide, I think everyone has had that thought. Right. Maybe yes. if they hadn't even acted yeah. on it. Or right. it might have been right. for just a one little a incident. And then it went away or it took a little bit. It also starts with depression. Yeah. It first starts with depression of, it can be, like you say, we can be a paycheck away yeah. from being homeless. We can be a paycheck away from losing everything we have. But at the same time, I'm going to go into incident. It was a, we was at, um, my daughter was dropping me off at work yesterday in at the fair park at the bridge, come getting off the 630, getting onto fair park. And man sitting there, of course, Kate had a hundred and one question. Well, what that sign mean? So I just narrowed it down. He's homeless and hungry. I said, I don't have any money for you to give him either. Well, why? I said, well, Kate, I don't know why he's homeless. Is he sad? AJ, he looks sad. <laughs> he hungry. <laughs> you know, so so we didn't have, and, and to make a long story short, He's still talking about this man on our way to the store this morning. I wonder if the man still standing there. To... So I'm actually going to have to sit down and explain to him. Uh, because he's one of those wants to know something that's going on all the time. Yeah. But at the same time, he's going to be one of those that's going to be worried about the next person than to worry about him. So you're going to have to stay focused on our kids. And, you know, 
in our mind, those are the ones, the ones that's always outgoing and verbal, and, mm-hmm. and those are the ones that were hiding right. yeah. quickly yeah. with the ones that right. that's always quiet, and you can always tell the signs. The ones that you don't see the signs of anything going on is the ones that we need to pay attention to. That's just like, um, um, I've had some kids that's even come to me that I've worked with over the years, and Miss Ness, I, I really just want to kill myself. Oh, no, we ain't finna do that. Why we want to do that, you right. know? And because they have so much, and I've had kids, you know, to say, I don't want to go home. Can I work a double? Because I don't want to go home because I got issues at home right. and stuff like that. Those yep. little type, even though they put it out there, we really want to pay close attention to those, you know, young young adults, even older adults, like, in, in the point, as well as the ones that don't say anything. Because... Those the silent ones, the ones that are, that are hurt you the most. And you know, to piggyback on something that you said, and this is um, not necessarily with kids, but when you're a strong person. Yes. When you're a person that everybody feel like, oh, she handles things well. Right. You know, those are people that, like you say, you have to keep your, keep your eye on because when they go through things, a lot of times they have nobody to go to. Exactly. Either one, exactly. Everybody think they got it together, so they got a little prideful in it. Or two... Because people around them lean on them so much, they feel like they don't have yeah, anybody right. they can right. go to. Or when you go to somebody, they you trying to get your problems out, they bombard you with I had situations, but girl, let me tell you, you know, they're they're beating you over here with They're dominating the conversation before you can get yours so you, out. Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean a lot of times like you say, stronger people well people that that people, it doesn't mean you any less stronger because you had the thought. It doesn't right. mean you any less of whatever you are because any, that's why, like I said at the beginning, I, I try not to put my mouth on anybody's situation. Exactly. Because we want heartbreak away from something. Exactly. We want stomp toe away, away from something. You know what I'm saying? Where we could lose our mind. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. And um, my pastor says that. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it's so true. You know, it's, it's different things that can come up. What may not be big to you is everything to me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's situation, and going back to this young man, you know, where somebody could have looked in and say, was it really that bad for you? It's bad. It's bad. You it. Right? Yep. You know what I'm saying? I looked at my sister battling different things. You know, she had been homeless. I, I got to say, my sister's probably one of the strongest people I know. Yeah. She's been homeless. And she has six, seven kids, you know, that she was having to, to care with her at times. You know what I'm saying? From living in cars to shelters, she stayed with me. And people always think um, that, you know, we're all, well, even me, I say, well, you need to do this and you need to do that. And we have all this advice, but sometimes it's easier said than done. done. It's, it's yeah. always easier said than done. At, at you know what I'm saying? Point. It's yes. easier said than done. Yes. And then I look now at my situation, not even trying to make this about me or anything like that, but I look at, I'm, I'm unemployed now. From, right. From a, you know, Anything can happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. <laughs> Anything right. can happen. So we just have to be careful. We got to we got to listen. Yes. Um, we can't dismiss everybody oh they want attention. That's another thing that people always see to think when people come to them with something. Right. Oh, they, they just want attention. attention. Yeah, they do. But the attention may not be what you think though. Right. The attention may be if you sit down and talk, it may be really something you that you need to glean from that that they need help with. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not always about attention for the sake of just getting attention. Sometimes it's something mental in there 
you know, something in there that needs to be dealt with. You right. know what I'm saying? I need there. There's you a know? it's a different type of attention. Uh, yeah, exactly. You're thinking need. that, okay, it's nobody like, is paying attention to right, this person, so right. they're gonna say or do anything just so I can take the attention off of this and put right. it on them. Right. But it's not the same. And that's what people need to understand. That it's not the same. Did you think about social media here in the last few years how people have been young 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 people have been actually committing suicide on social on media. social media. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, they go from especially some of these influencers, they go from having all these followers and getting all this attention and then one day they post something and nobody's liking it. You know, or they got when you I always wonder about people when I and I'm not saying this is what everybody's doing, so don't it's not a blanket statement. But I always wonder when I see somebody, I always that you sometimes want to reach out to people when you see them post bizarre mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, you just kinda of want to message are you <laughs> are you okay? Yeah. You right. Yes. You know, yes. without being First of all, without seeming rude, and then without trying to, you know, get their business or anything right. like that. But you see, I see some random strange stuff, and a lot of times, I'm, and I'll just say a prayer for them. Yeah, I'm like, I too. don't know, and it may not be nothing, God, but whatever they got going, watch over and bless them, keep yeah. them. You know, I don't know what they, but some things are blatant cries for help, yeah. right. and we laugh at it. Even right. with, with entertainers, people who are who are superstars and entertainers, millionaires, all this type of thing, you see them doing stuff, and we laugh at it. Mm-hmm. Or we like, oh, they got too much money to be like that. Money mm-hmm. don't make you say it. They got more. I always, I've always said the ones with money got just as many and more issues than the ones that we don't have anymore or with less money. But my thing, it's just the simple fact that when it says, um, to piggyback about what you were saying about um, for the attention, they do stuff thinking if I would do it this way, according to how that person acts. Yeah. Or how they try to do things and know that what's going to get there. Well, maybe if I do this right here, they'll see that I need some help. Or right. maybe if I say this like this, they'll hear me. Yeah. And they'll come to me, you know, instead of just actually. And that's sometimes, like you say, it's prideful. Yeah. You know, is. sometimes it's prideful. It you know, most of the time it's, it's kind of like prideful because I've been there. I, yeah. I've been homeless. And yeah. You know, in situations to the point that, you know, I've actually, and I can say, uh, honestly, during the time that I was homeless and during the time that I was needing help, prayer works. Yeah, it does. My only focus at the time was getting my children somewhere to where they're stable until I got situated. So... When I was at the point to where, and don't say I didn't cry, I did. <laughs> I prayed, I did. You cool? I stood. Look, I didn't walk hey, the streets. I did. I would have had to meet you, met you if you didn't cry, <laughs> right? Because somebody probably can beat that up, right? <laughs> and you know, and, it, and it's just a simple point that you know, I made it. Yeah. But everybody doesn't make it. No. Nope. Yeah. Everybody doesn't know how to that the simple right. fact that prayer works. Exactly. Nobody and at a certain point you don't want your friend, you know, because I can't I, I do, I have a wonderful family, but I have a blunt family. You can do this for so many times, you can right. do this for so long and you right. know what? Uh, some you missing, you right. know. Right. Something that you missing and I'm gonna let you catch it because if I keep and my oldest sister always my second oldest sister always say if I keep doing it from you, I'm hindering you. I'm not helping you. 
So this last particular time that I was in a situation, she she was just like, you know what? You see what you're doing. I need you to fix it. Yeah. And it's hard it's, as the family member sometimes. Why? Because the people automatically started, why your family, first of all, you don't know how much the family had already done. Already it's not always. So I try not to even judge them because I've had people come to me with stuff and, and you would have thought they didn't even have family then to turn around and find out they've been getting all kind of help. Right, but right. if it was somewhere along that line, you misused, you, you used, yes. you know, you and abused now, it. You abused it. Yeah. And now they want to see more for you from you. Mm-hmm. you right. They care, want you to help yourself. I right. They care more about you than you, than care, you about care about. You. Yeah. Right. And that was that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I have to love you and I pray for you. Yeah. You got to know, yes, I'm worried about you. Right. But at the same time, I can't do this for you. I can't give exactly. you giving you fish. Exactly. I can give you a pole and direct you to some water with they got some in it. Exactly. But it's only so much that a person, that a can, person can do. Right. And then sometimes I've seen people help and then they end up homeless. Right. Because they've helped they so somebody else. Yeah, they without without handling their stuff as well. Doing and I ain't saying any, there's nothing wrong with helping people. We should. We should. That is our thing as human beings. But don't we are to a point another. that's gonna put exactly. you in jeopardy. Exactly. If, if I don't have it to the point that I got it, but I can't give it to you, I right. can't give it to you. Well, you, that means you, you don't, don't have it. Exactly. So if you don't have it, if right. you can't I mean, give it, you don't I have it. I can have it, but then if I give it to you, I still have enough. But then at the same time, are you at that point that where have I been helping you that much? It, it is. Or have I been? <laughs> at what right. point does help stop? Right. You know, or what point does? You know, I know we're getting off the subject, you all. I know we always tie into one thing to another. <laughs> no, but that's we not it. And we, look, we don't went from, actually, we don't pick it back, back on last week's podcast. We don't brought in this week. We probably finna talk about another week's podcast. But at the same time, I hope everybody's understanding what we're saying is don't don't misunderstand when we're saying don't help someone. Yeah, yeah. But you have to know your you have to know how much you can help and do you know when to and not to help. Val had a post the other day and she showed me and it, it's so funny because it, it ties into this because it, it is true. If you need twenty dollars to tomorrow, wait to tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, it was again. <laughs> and you know, it, it depends on the situation what a person, what a, a situation that a person is in, is it, right. how big it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so if I give you a hundred dollars to to pay that, you know, to for today, what's gonna happen tomorrow? Is it, it, you know, where is this gonna take you? Right. You know what it, I'm saying? And it depends on because I'm actually and been the there. person. And, and I have actually been there because yeah. I will say, let me hold for tomorrow yeah. because yeah. I need to pay this today. Yeah. yeah. But if I wait till tomorrow, I'm already not right there. Right. Opposed to, yeah. I would rather, can I get it today and then I give it back to you tomorrow? Because it will ease me yeah. of knowing. It so on it depends on the situation. Exactly. I, yeah. Exactly. And, I, and I looked at that and I thought about it. I was like, ooh, that's me. But then when I ask you, you better believe I need it because I'm not just going to ask you. Right. You know? So at that point, I guess it goes back to who the person is. It, and you know, I, I have a rule that I, I started living by. I started living by was that I don't give anybody anything I can't give. If you come to me, even asking, if you come to me needing something, needing some money or something like that, I want to be able to give it to you because, you know what I'm saying? If I, right. if I let you borrow it, right. in my mind, I've already counted it out just in case they can't give it back. Right. I don't give anything that I can't afford to give. Right. Right. Even if you ask me to borrow it. 
Because at the same time, that hey, let's go on the record though. That's like under, under a certain amount of money. Though. Right. You know, right. you asked me to borrow five hundred, five thousand dollars. I'm gonna need those, that that back. Yeah, I ain't gonna count that. I ain't gonna count that as a loss. You come to me like the twenty dollars, or you know, fifty. Hey, I need fifty dollars. I need da 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 da. Okay. You try not to get something that you hadn't already calculated that okay, if it don't get given back to me by this by that time, it won't hurt me. Yeah. You know, by that time, especially if a person, if you come to me and say I want to borrow and I'm gonna give it back then, I'm expecting you to stand by your word. Right. At this point, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't uh, cut off your own hand. Right. You done. Right. Okay, that's fine. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stop you over it. Right. Are we done? And for right. that's concerned, we done. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I'm gonna go back to we're gonna go back to the subject. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna go back to the strong <laughs> That the four ladies in this room have done that. Yeah, that exactly. is safe to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> because it is. I say it's safe to say because when it comes down to us coming to each other, we be the first thing we say is, "Why didn't you say anything?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. what we say, and, and we and we go through that because actually, I mean, I've been like I said, I've been in that situation, and I've I, I've needed it, and I've. It took. It would take all I have. I'll sit there. You sit with it for a little while. Why? I know I needed. No, I know I needed Tuesday. I had to. Right. Right. I sit there. I need it on. It's Friday, and I know I need this by Tuesday. I ain't gonna have it till Thursday, and it's gonna be Tuesday when I come and say. They would do yeah. it the same, exactly. but it'll take me. We don't have five dollars. We don't have I can't eat. We don't have money. And I ask you, am time? Am time? Did you have right. fun? We do. What we gonna eat? I ain't got no money. Circling back to our original thing with the same thing that pride keeps a lot of us from coming to each other, even mm-hmm. our closest friends, because right. yep. it's, it's, it's vulnerable. Right. It's, it feels like it's a weakness, especially mm-hmm. when you're around strong people. Everybody right. in your camp is this solid, this mm-hmm. solid person. Right. You feel like I can't go to them with that, and sometimes it's like, well, I just use myself personally. Maybe you embarrassed to say it. Exactly you embarrassed that you even. Yeah. You know, I'm at this age, I'm at this age, and I come for, for whatever reason. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going through this stuff. You know, you may be a little embarrassed, or you just 
Me, I'll sit with it for a little while. Me and God will sit with it for a little while. And I literally got to, he got to lead me to somebody to, you yeah. know. But talking things out like depression and some, because sometimes you don't even know what you're depressed right. about. Right. You just know, you just know it's like one thing you was, you had, it's been brewing. A lot of times it's brewing. You know, for some people it's brewing. Different things have been going on and it's slowly been brewing. And then it just took that one thing to just push you over. Piece of, Feather that laying on that powder, yeah, you know, yeah. 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 But it should be sitting around, Lord, am I, am I good enough? Right, right. You go down, it's happening. Like, hey, I'm at this age, and I'm right. still like this at this age. I'm supposed to have it together. Right. <laughs> right. And what is happening together? <laughs> and what is like my mama and my mama always say, what is happening together? Right. What? What does that look like? What? What? Tell me what is happening together. She say because, and she always say, you know, we always say. I'm grown, I'm grown. Mama said, No, you aren't. <laughs> when? When did you? Did yeah. Something happened something yeah. happened within the right. last time I saw you. That I didn't and my thing is, you're not grown if you. I don't. Grown is an age. Yeah. Grown to me is just an age. Now. Yeah. That's you grown in age. Yeah. And to me, I, I tell them, No, I ain't grown because I still go there, my mom. What, Nelson? I ain't got it. <laughs> I ain't on one. I ain't going. So Why do you want to do this? Look, she got a whole scenario before I even got <laughs> right. I just can't say I love you. Why? <laughs> Why I always love <laughs> you? You want something when you say it. Yeah, mama. Look, she'll she hear up and say, she, what? But you know. <laughs> But it's just, and it's okay. It is. It, it don't make you mess. It don't mess you. It does not. This, it does I think not. this culture, this self made culture, has got a lot of people in trouble. Nobody's one hundred percent self made. We right. all have some some part of help, right? Somewhere, somebody right. helped you get to where you are. Get, right, right. And, and don't yeah. be afraid to. No. Don't be afraid to go to, because at one after my daughter, I got tired of hearing, and it and, and this will break you too. After my daughter passed, everybody was like, "Oh, you were so strong. You did so well." But but you don't know what I did to get right to the to the church. Listen, you don't know what I did before at the hospital. You don't know what I did. You don't know what I did before I got to you seeing me. Because I can show you anything you want to see. Exactly. I can show you everything I want to see. But honey, to get to this point, it's no. No, no, I'm not weak. I'm not strong because my my second oldest sister lost her son as well. Us? To us, she did so well, but we never know. We never knew what she did once she closed that door. Exactly. When she had, how many times she had to kneel down or help herself about it? I didn't realize that until it happened to me. Because people ain't prepared for that conversation. People don't. In actuality, people people really don't want to know that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And if they do, you question their motives or why they want to know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody don't have your best interest at heart. Right. But everybody can't handle seeing what goes on behind that door. Right. You. right. you know what I'm saying? And sometimes you feel like it might change my opinion of you. Right. Of me. Of me. If you see these things or hear these things from me, going back to our original thing. Going back to our original thing. Hey, anything can happen in the cast. Right. <laughs> You know, sometimes I think it's a it's a thing of when you when you when you get vulnerable 
vulnerable with somebody, they you might if they see see what's really how you really are, right? And what's really up under this, what how you're really getting through or getting by the thoughts you had or the things you had to go through to do it, would that change their opinion of you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're still strong. Right. You, uh, to be strong. Physical strength, you have to go through a lot of stuff to build that strength up. When you're trying to build muscle, you got to lift weights. You got to, to become strong, you got to have some issues to become that. Right. You know, right. You, you'll never get, you'll never know your strength if you never went through anything. You know what I'm saying? That's when it, that's when it all comes out. But just like you going to the gym to get, you know, pumping iron and stuff like that, your your you physically, you uh, mentally and all that, got it when you go through something, that's you pumping iron to get to that strength. So whatever you're doing behind that closed door, right. is getting you to that point. Yeah. And with that being said, we're going to take our first break. <laughs> hello? Well, hello. We're back. Um, we took a little break, but we're going to come back and recap on um, what we were talking about, the topic of the weight of the world. And I'm going to read a little bit of this, um, the recap of I found about the young man that's committing suicide, that committed suicide. A promising Florida high school football star who was scheduled to start classes at Georgia Tech on a full scholarship had reportedly taken his life. Bryce Gowdy died on Monday after he deliberately walked in front of a freight train. He had been struggling with mental issues in the days leading up to his death. When Nell shared her concerns, which is his mom, about his mental state on Facebook Live before um, he disappeared late Sunday night. I said, Bryce, you have to dig within the fight, these demons that you're fighting. I told him I wasn't strong enough to help him right now, and I have my own demons that I was trying to fight. When they said in the video, according to the, to the paper, I wouldn't let him hold my hand because of his energy was too in, because his energy was so intense. I could feel the pain in his soul, and it was breaking my heart, she added. When Elle said she told him to get it together and toughen up. Gowdy had been battling with homelessness alongside his younger brothers and mom, was visibly upset about leaving his family to attend college. The star athlete, however, told his family he was excited to attend college and pursue a degree in finance and engineering. The rising star took the rising cop college student took on burdens of his family's financial stress and mother's mental issues. His mother said he had been talking crazy and talking in circles since Christmas, even concerning himself with his family's well-being in his absence. He kept talking about the signs and the symbols that he was seeing all over the place. When Nell said on Facebook about how he would, how he could see the world for what it was, he kept saying that he could see people for what they re- for who they really were. On Sunday night, the 17-year-old was asked to retrieve his mom's blanket from the car where his family and had recently recently been staying before getting a hotel room. Ne- he never returned and left behind his shoes, wallet, and phone in the room. About four to six, about five or six hours since he was sent to the car he was found by the train tracks on monday where he was taken to the hospital where he later died he was found less than a mile away from where his family was staying he was scheduled to start classes at georgia tech on january the 6th so that goes back to where we were saying 
sometimes they we were talking about how even though she was telling him to toughen up or to get it together she was saying that knowing I, I took it as in she was saying that so he could go ahead and go to college even though they were in that situation um She wanted him to be able to start school with a clear head, not to have a lot on him and to be worried about what was going on at home. She wanted him to go right. ahead and do right. what he had set out to do and what he had worked so hard to do without being concerned about her and his brothers. Exactly. So, we as parents, <laughs> right. we do tend to do that. We don't, if our child has an opportunity to do something, we want them to focus on that opportunity. Do not lose their focus because of us. We'll be able to bounce back. I need you to worry about you. Right. But all at the same time, you know, we have to, as parents, we have to know and understand that our kids sometimes are not strong enough to handle that. They don't want to leave their mom in a situation that they're not going to be in. They don't want to leave their mom. He didn't want to leave his mom and his brothers, I'm sure, in that situation, as Nessa stated earlier, knowing that he would have somewhere to sleep uh, and have food and have all this other stuff, the necessities, I'm going to call it the necessities, and his mom and his uh, brothers, I'm sorry, his mom and his brothers weren't going to have that. So that was probably hard for him to deal with. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, now it's like we can say it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, just putting yourself in that situation, I can see it. You know, I can see that. But talking with your kids or talking with anybody who already got something fragile going on in their mind. Right. It's anybody's way. It's any way it can go. You know what I'm saying? It can go either way. Yeah. Without just sitting there babysitting them, you know, holding their hand and making sure they're right and excited all the time, which you couldn't do. Right. I get why she said what she said, though, too. Yeah. You know, look, this is all, go do what you need to do, toughen up a little bit, we're going to be all right. You know, I can get that, too. Yeah. Because as a parent, I've said that with some things. Yeah. I've listened. I've listened. I will listen. And I'll let you have your say, your, you know, let you talk. To, you know, till you get everything out, then we got to come up with some solutions. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's, I guess that's what I was talking about earlier. <laughs> with this situation, with how it happened, I, I think he was he was just going to do it either way. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he, he didn't say he was going to do it. It was just merely things that he was saying that, made, that lead you to believe that in hindsight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And there was no way she would, she could have known that he was going he was going to leave out that room and never come back. Right. You know what I'm saying? And most people, when you I hear the different uh, stories regarding people who have either contemplated suicide or committed suicide, a lot of them will uh, tell you, "I'm getting ready to commit suicide." Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to do this. Those are the ones you can talk back, but most of the ones who who are set on doing it ain't gonna say a word. Yeah, because they're already they're there. All, they've already they're, made their mind. Right. And, and with him leaving, even his shoes. Yeah. 
That's that was the biggest thing. The wallet and the phone, okay, but for him to leave his shoes. But he was just going out to the car without another. Right. So he had our in his mind in between him leaving that room yeah. and getting to that car, in the midst of that, um, he was already there. Yeah. He was already there. So and I say this to my parents, uh, especially our young parents. We have to we got to, we need to focus on our children because if we don't, we're going to lose them far more to just gun violence. Mm, yes. Gun violence, I, I don't want to lose, I don't want anybody to lose. To lose a child is devastating. Yeah. yeah. And I'm saying this from experience. Right. It's devastating. That's a different kind of hurt. Yes. It's a different kind of loss. It's a different kind of pain that you have to lose a child to any situation. I've had friends to lose a child to gun violence, um, accidental death, um, all of that. But at the same time, I understand what they're going through, but I don't understand what they I don't feel that pain because each pain and each situation is a different type of pain. It's a different type of situation. Unfortunately, mine was a medical issue. Uh, somebody else's was an accidental. Somebody else was a, a senseless. But at the same time, no one wants to lose a child. Because in our mind, we grow up thinking we'll bury our children. Right. Well, our children will bury us. Not in a million, because we are always safe. If I lose my child, I lose my mind. Well, I was almost there. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Almost. But I had a support system. I believed in prayer. I know who my God is. I know I, I know his word. He said he's, if he said he's going to do it, if it's in that, he's going to do it. Might not. It might not be when we want it. And it might not be the way that we want it. But he's yes. going to do it. So that was actually, and I had my church, my pastors, they were there supporting supporting me in whatever I needed to do and all, you know, along with my family and my friends. But at the same time, we have to pay attention to our children. We have to see signs that something is wrong. It might not be a bad wrong. It might not all of it is wrong. If, you, if they come in in a different way, more than one or two days, baby, come on. What's going on? Nothing. You know, they love that word, nothing. And my mom always said her thing is, why you sound dog faced? How did you sound dog faced? You would call her, Mom, what you doing? Nothing. What's wrong with you? Nothing. But why you sound dog faced? How do the dog face sound? I, I don't know. I, I'm still trying to figure that one out. One of my pastors used to say, you walk around here uh, looking like you can't kill nothing. <laughs> what well, I don't know, but something wrong. <laughs> to piggy on what you're saying, I think also to the parents, I would say make sure you get yourself, your headspace right too. Right. Because sometimes, you know, our stuff, our stuff, uh, they, they pull it, yeah, it, it kind of gravitates to the children. If, if we're not right, if we're not in sound mind, they, would, that, they feel that, it. That affects them. They, yeah. You know, 
all that if we got negativity going on with us or we got something going on in our head it, it all that affects people that are around you. right mm-hmm. and if that's your kids your spouse whatever but if it's that's, that's your kids it affects them too and i'm with nessa i can only imagine my heart goes out to her my, my heart still goes out to you nessa because i can understand that's something that you just deal with every day it's mm-hmm. not a, a, a loss that ever goes away or hurt that goes away it's just something that you live with right it gets. Um, it doesn't get any easier. Just get better. Yeah. You know, and I learned that from my sister as well. Because when I say she's, I, she's my second mom. She, you would swear because when you saw her, you saw me. She couldn't go nowhere without me, and I don't know why she thought she was gonna get away from me at this age. I don't know why she. She been dealing with me all these years, so she gonna have to just keep dealing with me. Even when she, I tell her all the time, when she didn't go, you still gonna have to worry with me. But. And I think you are, because it's many a times that I've been sitting and talked, and I've cried. I'm good, because I can actually talk about it now to where I don't cry. And then we still have people that out there that can't. I still right. have a friend. She still, yeah. She'll stop at a, it'll get to a certain point, and she's like, mm-mm. We, she'll hurry up and jump off the top. But it, it all goes back to what you were saying. We're going to have to not allow, because my son... And I'm going personal. My son, he, you have to know my son. And I think most of his not moving around is because he think he needs to be there with me. Yeah. He might, he might, my sister, my, one of my other sisters always say, where your husband? And I'm like, my husband, Jonathan, Jay. And I'll be like, that good, because he has to know where I'm going, how long I'm going to be, if I stay gone too long, and then that's going to carry on to Caden, because Caden doing the same thing. So it's just a simple fact that when they do that, don't push them away. Just let them. And I've learned to the simple fact that it, he cares. Yeah. Yeah. They care. When they do that, just just go along. Boy, what do you want? I'm right here. Just do that. Let them know that they are because that's them showing that they helping yeah. you. You know, yeah. if something yeah. wrong, I yeah. Because mine is ten. Yes. <laughs> I can be on my way to touch you. Mom, where you going? Can I go? When you coming back, it's for grown folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something about the boys. Yeah, and right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he know when I'm hurting, he know when I'm sad, he know when I'm depressed, he know when I'm just don't feel like me. And it does affect him. Because, of course, he's a baby. His daughter's 25, so he's there. So he All the time. Mm-hmm. When, and if I feel a certain way, I have to. He hugs me, you know. And everybody can you stop baby him? So sometimes I do be like, No, don't well, you just tell him he got three aunties. <laughs> but Kane's Kane's word is we just gonna be rich. Uh, all right. Well, all right. If that's what you say, we gonna do, and that's what we say we gonna do. And my daughter, which is his mom, I always say it. I got you. I'm gonna take care of you. Never knew what that meant. But I guess that's when right. that Katie come along. <laughs> she, because I, I couldn't imagine my life 
And I feel sorry. Like I said, that's why I say every situation is different. Yes. I couldn't imagine my life without Katie. Right. Where my mindset would be without Katie. Right. Right. So my heart and my love goes out to my sister that doesn't have anything else but memories. Right. Or my, fr- my other friend that doesn't have anything but memories. Right. According to... Yes, and I have Kate, but then I also got a post a couple of years back that a lady inboxed me and said that, told me she thought I've grieved long enough. What? Because I had, uh, I don't even know this woman from, Nobody can tell person I don't even know this woman, but she told me that I've, that I've grieved long enough, that I had something that takes the place that's just as I don't remember exactly how she put it, but she, in so many words, she said that I had something even better that takes the place of my child, which is her child. And which she's trying to help those wrong. <laughs> and everything she said was already wrong. And I tried to, and, my in, and for some reason, my inbox, me replying back to her would not. Because if anybody knows me, I try. I even tried calling it, but it wouldn't let me. It wouldn't do nothing because she and was sending. That's the God. That's the God. Because she was finna get it. She was finna get it because there is no. I don't see. That's just. That's even with a parent, or that's even with a grandparent. Anybody that's in your life that you love, there's no such thing as grieved enough. No. Especially when you are close to them, you right. can never tell. As you say, I'm gonna go personal. My, I have a sister. She was very close to my cousin. He was 30 years old. He was killed in a motorcycle accident. Every now and then, she posts on Facebook. She put a picture up of him and her. She says things about him and her. And I had an uncle that she was, that she was close to. Well, when he passed, she was the one that found him in his house. Nice. So people keep saying to her... People keep saying to her, you need to let that go. You need to let that go. Well, no, because you weren't the person that found him. You weren't the person that was close to them. With my cousin, she was the last person he talked to. So, and I told my mom this one day. I said, you know, people say she need to get over that. You know, she's having a lot of issues behind that. Some that we'll never understand. Right. She called me at 3 o'clock in the morning one day. And she was like, I don't think I can do this no more. And I was like, wait a minute. I had to wake up. I was right. like, wait, wait. Give me a moment. Hold on. <laughs> I, said, I said, what do you mean? She was like, I can't do this. She said, I keep seeing this and I keep hearing this and I keep hearing that. I said, let me tell you something. I said, I'm going to tell you something that you would tell me. Pray. Yeah. Pray. I mean, if we need to do it right now, do Let's I need do to come it. over yeah. there right now? Pray. We need to listen. I ain't going to never say I know how you feel. Right. I, I'm not going to say that. Right. Because I don't. I didn't find him. I was not the last person that talked to him. You know, pray. And that scared me so bad. After I got off the phone with her, I just, myself, I cried and prayed. You know, because my sister ain't never came to me with nothing like that. That scared me. And to you never death. know what was going to come from it. Right. After you hung up that phone, was that going to be okay? Was she going to be okay? And, that, and, we should, and we shouldn't blow off. Are you okay, sweetie? I'm and, okay. And we shouldn't uh, blow off people 
when they're having a moment with you like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. We've, I've been guilty of it in the past, you know, Me too. For, for whatever reason. Maybe we had my own stuff going up. up right. I just feel like they always got something going on. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. But you should never dismiss someone when they say that phrase. Right. I don't think I can do this. First of all, what do you mean? You do what? Right. Wait, wait, wait. What are we doing? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? You know, so we have to be careful with um, dismissing dismissing situations, you know, or or playing them down because we don't know what somebody's mind is at. And back to, certainly back to what Keith was saying about with her son, a lot of times we think we're, we're, Good at hiding or keeping yeah. adult things, adult private in mm-hmm. from my kids. Our kids know way more than we listen. <laughs> we give them credit for. Listen, baby. They <laughs> oh, know. They, they know. They, know. They, they yeah. Even when they ain't trying to listen, they just hear. Yeah. They're here with you. So they pick up when you're on the phone and you be like, let me call you back when I get in my room. Mm-hmm. Let me call you back when I get the, you know, my kids. Your body language, your, your toes. How mm-hmm. you act towards yeah. them. You don't realize. When we when you go through a breakup, you're in a new relationship, you all in that dude or woman or whatever the case, yeah. and maybe your pattern, that, that person's pattern is they start, they don't spend as much time with their kids or they don't entertain their kids as much because they got this new something in their life. Right. You gotta fix it. You know yeah. what I'm yeah. saying? You, yeah. gotta, you work a job that got crazy hours, you come in here dog tired, and they need you to help with homework. I just want to spend some time with you to tell yeah. you how that day going. But you, no, oh baby, I'm, I'm tired. I'll be a little bit, a little later. They sleep. This that went on for two, three weeks, a month, they rolled around. You don't know what's going on. Then all of a sudden, you look up. Why you, why you dressed like that? What happened at school? Why you didn't put out? You had, you know, these different things. We have to be careful because going back so it don't right. But our stuff affects our kids, right. our family, who's ever in the house with you. I ain't gonna right. say your kids. Whoever's in the house with you, it affects them. But I say our kids because that's the most, the one right. we're accountable for. Right. You know. But our mess affects them. You know. Mm-hmm. However, we're you know when we going through something, they going through something. Because mm-hmm. they it, may not speak on it. Right. The thing but, I would tell mine is, give mama about ten minutes. Yeah, that's what okay. I give me about right. ten, 10, 10 minutes. Yeah. Give me, yeah, let me get myself together. Yeah. Give me 10 minutes and you can come back. We me. can talk about whatever you yeah. want to talk about. We can do whatever you want to do. You but give me 10 minutes. You and yeah. honey, best believe, they, yeah. my, especially when I worked now. in my 12 hours, <laughs> and I would uh, come in and, and anybody knew Lisa know she had a whole, they would let her go first. <laughs> and I would go in, give me 30 minutes. 30 minutes to give me a shower. They give me a shower. And while I'm in the shower, I got to pull myself down because she already waited. Well, if yeah. I take too long in this shower with my son, mom close curtain. Mom curtain clothes. He going to come. Yeah. He going to sit on the side. Yeah. going to put the toilet down. He going to sit on his toilet. Yeah. Jerry, can I? Well, mom, I got to tell you this before I forget. Okay, Jay, I'm listening. Let me get my day. Let you, me get this day off of me. This office yeah, off of me. Yeah, it's haunted. And they gonna count it down to a T. Yeah, and they read it, and you have to. You have to let them get it out because it might be something that they need to tell you that you, that you need to know. Right there. Right there. Baby, we can talk away because mine, honey, and you interrupt her. I'm talking. So they already know. They already know. They would use. They used to run to the car to beat her to the car because they already know the whole ride is gonna be her, her day. Her, the ride from the school to the house is gonna be all Lisa. So Lisa, Ashley, and Jay would run to the car so they can tell me what they had going on because if not, they weren't gonna get it in because Lisa gonna take me to the house in the house 
And then she, if she thought about something else, then she forgot to tell me from another day. It, so it's no, no. So just take the don't, take don't brush them out. Just that's why I would, I would tell, like Val said, I would tell them, give me a few minutes, let me get myself together, ten minutes. Yeah. Let me get in the house. Yeah. Let me get thirty. No, let me let me get in the house a little bit. Go to my room and get a little because I need a, it. may be something that went on for and me. Right. That I don't right. want to take it out on right. you. Right. You know what I'm saying? It'll, it'll elevate whatever you finna say, good or bad, depending on how my day went. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just like with them, I had a thing. I didn't like them coming in to start my day with negativity. I didn't like you coming in, putting in, a, putting in an attitude, coming to my room with an attitude early in the morning. Yes. I would start saying Bible verses to you, get Satan out of my room. <laughs> you know, for that moment, I ain't calling them Satan, but at the time, that's who they were operating for. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's the same with them. If you if you wonder how some of these kids are so negative, got attitude or withdrawn, you need to look at some of the environments to see. Right. You know, it may be something that's toxic or not quite what it needs to be there. Right. You know, give me a few minutes. Let me get this. And if you're dealing with, you get in relationships with a guy, hey, I, this is my time. Set aside that time. I, this is my time for my Do family. Do not. Right. Do not let them time. take over your yeah. time. And for you. Right. And for you. You need that time for you to give me some, give, you know, this is my time I set aside. Whether it's to read Bible, meditate, or watch a show, whatever it is that gets you in a good headspace and keeps you sane and keeps you, you know, Keeps you balanced, you know what I'm saying? That's but people, so many people are energy, you know what I'm saying? That's how I am with my son. You know, I nigga in the car every day, but I notice I let him get everything out. And then when he go to bed, that's my time. When he go to bed, because you know you have to go to school in the morning, that's my time. Uh, so when he go to bed, I take him bath, read. Pray, meditate, watch TV, whatever I want to do. Well, because in your situation, he's younger. So you yeah. got to, you in your situation, if yours too less, y'all got to get them settled down in order to get the time to yourself. Right. Because if Kelly and my situation, I was a grown. So <laughs> we don't, we don't have to go to that extent. Well, if, sometimes you do, but because mine will come and climb into bed with me at 19 and 23. Right. So, <laughs> I come home and Jay in. Why is you in my bed? I come upstairs. I'm thinking he in his room. I come upstairs. Kaden, I'm gonna ain't in the bed. He in the bed. Why is you in my bed? I'm getting warm for you. I don't want my bed warm. Well, my mama had a whole husband. She come over there. Mom, you got a pop pool. Mom, you got a soap. Mom, I'm just going to be his bathroom. They gonna lay in the bed. So. They still, it is like I said earlier. It's for boys. I think it's worse. Yes, for boys yes. it's worse with, because that saying a mama's boy is true. Yes, then that goes to a, a certain extent. But with this young man, I can almost I have a I have two, so I can almost understand how he felt because my boys are the same way. Mama, you good. You need anything. Well, I didn't know you need it. And if I would have known, well, Mama, why you didn't say nothing? Well, it's not the the kid's job to take care of me. Right. You know, and I think that's, that's hard for some of us because sometimes I have gone to my kids. Okay, look, Mama needs such and such and such and such. Mm-hmm. You know, that I make that my complete last resort. Because 
your kids should not have to worry about that if they got their own bills that's what they need to be worried about right but as far as you go it's hard for your kids not it's hard for boys not to worry about their moms and it's hard for some girls not to worry about their dad mm-hmm. that's a whole different subject right there Right. It's hard for people not to worry about people they love and care about. Yeah. Right. You know. Right. Exactly. It's a it's, it's a it's a thing. It goes into your raise and everything. They, yes. they do what they see, mimic what they see to it to a degree. But you know, with our kids, we think we think we're doing them this service. Sometimes they need to know some different things that's going on, just from their level of understanding. You may not want to dig deep, but sometimes they need to know certain things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Because we got this policy and some families don't talk about it. Right, right. It's like whatever is not talked about, as, as Tyler Perry said, it's not going to get, get, get solved, solved yeah. if it's not talked about. Right. So, we, some we, things we need to talk about. Exactly. Know, have so, a family moment. Get with your family. This is just going to solutions. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start, like Nessa said, noticing the signs. When they come to you and talking out of the ordinary asking something a little bit strange that you haven't heard of their attitude changing their right. personality is changing right you know how they do things is changing Be, just pay attention if you you know you've been around your, your kids they whole life pay attention to them right any slight changes you know start talking to them have a conversation with them try to slide out at least a few minutes a day as my kids got older they didn't want to they 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 wouldn't be able to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Unless they had something they wanted to say. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, they had right. to come to you. It's like pulling teeth. How was your day? It's all right. What you do? Nothing. Nothing. You're not sitting around a bad day. Just like anything going on. We depression. I shut down. I yeah, me too. I'm like that. You know I, I got I, teeth I, I go inside. You don't know what's going on, but you be like, where your mom? Yeah, it's my mom. Ask where your mom is. She don't know I'm in the bed. It's just me. Just shut down. That's right. I just don't deal with nobody. I don't call I don't nobody. Nothing against nobody. It's just I am. I guess you have to say mine is very tender because I can't do that. <laughs> they coming in. Then I say I didn't feel like talking, but why you don't feel I like talking? Oh yeah, so Lord, have mercy. They don't give me they and I and I kind of like that. They don't give me the room to be, you know. Right. And I have to literally tell them. I, I'm the, I just don't feel like talking about this and Jay gonna make you tell you what's exactly you, yeah. what's wrong with you or you just gonna wanna hit him and top of your head with a hammer. Stay up off my I ain't gonna tell you to stay off my nephews. I'm sick of you. Yeah, you need to come get them on. Look, no. you come back. You know what? Be thankful you got some, got some children that care. I do. Some care right. Because I have another uh, friend girl um, that she, she literally says, I wish my son would act like you. You know, so okay. Well, thank you all for listening. This will be our time for tonight. Hope you all like it. We we'll see you next Saturday around the same time. Yes, love you. Thank you all for joining us tonight for our the weight of the world now we have professor k with our social media minute life affects each of us differently no one handles any situation the same 
Pay attention to your loved ones and remember you are not alone. If you or anyone else that you know is facing any suicidal thoughts or depression and need to talk with someone, you can reach out to the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. You can also go online and reach out to them as well at the National Suicide Prevention lifeline.org and also we personally have help for you as well at madhopeassociates.net you can reach out to one of our life coaches please remember that you are not alone and now we will have miss auntie or should i say the auntie auntie. (laughs) give you our social media you can reach us on or hear us on facebook Modern Real Talk Radio page, Station Head, Modern Real Talk Radio, Open Talks with Real Sisters, Anchor App, The Voice Podcast, Open Talks with Real Sisters, Mamas with Mamas for Real, Fitness for You, and Meal Preps with Priscilla on Facebook. As we said, thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. Have a good night. Good night. Good night.